Hey, I'm Heather, a chaos coordinator and mom of three young kids. Chaos and cookies is literally my life, with never-ending dishes, laundry, you name it. Being a mom is a blessing, but it also comes with hard days too. Together, we can find the humor and real solutions to lighten your load and clean up the crumbs. You're listening to the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. And we're back with another episode of the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. And today we are going to dive into removing fear from your business, from doing exactly what you want to do, or maybe what's stopping you from just your purpose and, you know, making your business work. So this week I have been just immersed in the own your future masterclass with Tony Robbins and Dean Graziano. They have had lots of different speakers so far jenna kutcher the gold digger was on there and some others and they've just been super positive i mean we always need some motivation and i've actually never done one of these before and i was super duper interested because my mentor carrie murphy had recommended it so i was like well if carrie tells me to do it then absolutely i need to uh so i've been sitting and listening it's um a few hours long and then i'm in the vip so i get to listen in on hot seats and q a and they really dive in a lot and it got me thinking and i really wanted to share some of the things that i have learned so far and so i'm just going to kind of jump in and so one of the things that they talked about are like pillars in your business and how it's really important to at least have three and i loved the analogy with a stool and how a stool can't stand on one leg or two it at least needs three so it's really important to have the three pillars in your business so they talked about the first one at least with trying to figure out exactly your direction and where you want to go is the first one you need to be laser focused and crystal clear about who you're talking to or what exactly it is that you want to do and just to really try and be as clear as you possibly can and really just make that decision before anything else the second thing is to have a strategy right you now know why you're going to do it now you need to have a strategy on you know what you're going to do with it who you're going to talk to how you're going to roll it out and then the third pillar is eliminating inner conflicts which is pretty much i think a lot of our a lot of people uh, have this issue where they might have a fear of success like what would happen if i actually did it or a feel of fear of failure maybe like what if i can't do it or maybe imposter syndrome i mean that's a big big deal for a lot of a lot of people and so we really have to eliminate the inner conflicts and that's a lot of work you have to do on yourself and i think that there's a couple of things that i'm walking away with that really really just spoke to me and so the first thing is about overcoming your obstacles and you really have to get upstream is what they talk about and that's like you really need to see what's stopping you right so you can say i want to do this i want to do that i want to help people i want help 
people lose weight and feel better and look better and be better, but there's something that's stopping you. And that's what's upstream. Like that's what you are seeing. And we have to get over that. And we still have to figure out a way to overcome those obstacles. And in one of the Q and a, someone had mentioned, uh, I saw it in the chat and it was saying that if you had someone like a spouse or maybe a parent or a friend that says, you can't do that, you're not going to be able to make it, um, those types of things, those big doubters, the response was, why not? So if someone were to say to you, you can't do this you're never going to be able to, then the response you should give is, why can't I? What do you think they would say? I mean, if you had the guts to say that back, I don't think they'd be able to have an answer, right? And so usually that means it's an inner thing for them. It's an inner thing. Like it's something about them. It's nothing about you. They don't want you to succeed. They want you to fail. Maybe they feel like they can't do it. Maybe they're jealous about it. This came up on our chaos on cocktails hour earlier this month. And we are in May of 2021 uh, of the time of this taping of this episode. And it was saying how, you know, some relationships can be strained because of the success or maybe the path that you're taking. And it's not because you're doing the wrong thing. It's because maybe they're envious. Maybe they're uh, in a job that they don't like and they just want to poo poo on your parade. Right. And it's really important to try and keep those goggles and glasses on and just say, you know, that's on them. You need to release it, not take it in and really just continue forward and keep those blinders on because if anything, you want to go prove them wrong, right? So you really have to overcome those obstacles, overcome those naysayers. I've also been told by someone that you keep five people and you're super specific about those five people on who you let in, who you tell, who you trust, because you really need someone that's going to cheer you on no matter what, hold you accountable no matter what, tell you when you're wrong, when you really need to be told that. And it's five people. You know, not everyone's going to be able to be in that inner circle. So to be really selective with those five people. And I thought that was a really, really great piece of advice that I received uh, last year, actually, uh, when I just started Chaos and Cookies. And I, and, uh, I've taken that quite to heart and it's extremely hard to really know the ins and outs and I'm a sharer, so it's hard for me to do that, but, uh, I am learning that that is the case. So now moving on to kind of trying to figure out how we get past the, you know, and overcome these obstacles and removing the fear. And there was a saying that was said that was goes like this, make change a must and not a should. So if there's something that you need to change, it needs to be a should. And I thought that was very, very powerful. And I'm going to say it again, make change a must, not a should. So you must do it. You shouldn't just say, I should do this, or I'm going to do this. I will do this. This will happen 
because if it's something that's in the forefront of your mind that needs to be changed, then, you know, clearly it needs to be, and you have to figure out how to take those steps in order to overcome that. And maybe it's not tomorrow, maybe it's not next week, but you need to at least start planning and visualizing it. If you have a, you know, vision board, if you're one of those that make those and have one. And I really thought that that was very powerful. So hopefully some of these things are resonating with you as a listener. I'm also going to kind of talk about niching down a little bit. I've talked about this before. Uh, if you are in my program, you've heard me say it. We've all heard it, niching down, really getting clear, figuring out exactly who our person is, who we're talking to. And someone wrote in that chat of with this own your future challenge is the riches are in the micro niches <laughs> because you're speci you're speaking specifically to exactly the person who you're trying to help, which is how you will make money, grow, however it is that you are measuring your success. I mean, money does make the world go round. I mean, we do need it to live. So the riches are in the micro niches. So it's super important to get clear on who you're talking to. And it's not just about being vague. Like I want women that drink wine that uh, are in their mid fifties and want their second chance, right? You really have to get super specific on, you know, they have ABC wrong with them. They want to reverse this. This is how they want to feel. Maybe this is the color they like to wear. And these are the shoes that she dresses up in. I mean, it's super specific and it's so hard to do. And I always try to think about my ideal client in one of a, the people that I've helped and really spoke to me. And it was like, that is why I do it. So you just think of that person and you can name that person for yourself. Um, there's a dear friend that she is in LinkedIn and she's the LinkedIn lady boss, Debbie McCormick. I love her so much. And she has actually been on this podcast and she says that her person, I believe is named Linda. And so every time she goes to write something, does something, she looks at it and says, would Linda like this? Would this speak to Linda? Would this help her? And I thought that was extremely interesting because if the answer is no, then she won't post it. She'll, she'll tweak it and, and fix it. So you can, you know, make sure that you're super clear and speaking to the person that you need to speak to. Another important thing is don't get stuck on the niche. I mean, you have to, um, it evolves, I think you go where the need is, you go, uh, where sometimes the market will take you. It's kind of like real estate, whatever the market will bear. So you just kind of have to be flexible and ebb and flow and pivot when you need to, but not to the point where you're, you know, being completely off brand or off message. I mean, you want to make sure that you are staying true to what it is you exactly want to do. And so you just need to keep moving forward. Keep moving forward and don't look back. Complexity is the enemy of execution. So it's super important to just keep it simple. 
and to not overcomplicate it when you're trying to move forward and trying to make plans and doing, you know, number two of those pillars, which is strategy. So, I mean, simplify it, simplify it. Don't make it too complicated. A confused mind never buys. If you have too many choices, they will get analysis paralysis and they will just freeze and they will walk away. They will leave, they will exit your website, they will close their computer and they will just walk away. It's gonna to be too much. You have to keep it simple, you have to keep it clear. Cutesy names, which I love me a cutesy name, you guys know that, but if I'm not clear with it, it makes no sense. Like they're not gonna really know what it means. And I try to stay on brand and it's part of my personality but i still do have to be very clear so then you know people know exactly what it is so complexity is the enemy of execution keep it simple k-i-s kiss the kiss method it is something that we talk about in sales along with abc always be closing but i'm not going to go into that today um so the other thing that i really want to tip on is focus equals power. So we are in a world of social media. Constantly, my clients are always saying how confused they are. They see this, they see that, and they want to go here or there, but they're trying really hard to stay focused. And focus is power. You have to stay focused on what you want to do. Don't get distracted. Don't let somebody take you off your game because the only person that really cares about your business and, and you is you. You don't know why someone would try to get you off your game. It could be someone meaning well, but if you feel in your gut that, you know, this is the right thing to do, you keep going and you stay focused on what you need to do and take it slow. I am a hypervigilant person, people. I love to go fast. I don't like to waste time. I try to analyze everything before I do it to the best of my ability, but uh, I have learned that I have to pace myself and slow down and do it at the appropriate time. So staying focused on that when it's so far ahead sometimes gets hard for me, but that's where you have to just kind of make yourself some goals, make sure you're setting up those accountability structures that you are going to hit these dates, these deadlines and hold yourself accountable. Uh, and my counterpart for chaos and cocktails, she was texting and emailing me photos of her stuff, basically saying, you know, accountability, I'm doing it. This is me showing you that I'm doing it or did it, or this is what my, my goal is. So I want you to check on me. So it's really important to have those types of people or a system in place of some sort to really hold you accountable and not let you slide. So focus is power. The last thing is that it's a little deep, but I'm going to talk about it. And it was Dean Graziano, I believe talking about Tony and what they said to a client back way back when or something like that. And it was, you know, when you look back at your life or if you die, go to heaven and God shows you an iPhone, he holds up, holds up an iPhone and shows you the person that you could have been. How would that make you feel? 
So when he said that, I was like, whoa, that's kind of crazy. Because if you don't do something because you're scared, you know, fear is holding you back. You're not being able to overcome those obstacles. Like what if, what could, and it's really important to just remember that if it's something you really want to do, you should try and fulfill it. I mean, within reason, you know, don't go quit your job tomorrow if that's your only way of paying bills. But if you want to make that your goal, you make it your goal and you just work hard. And yes, it takes sacrifices. And unfortunately, there's some people in our lives that won't recognize that and they might distance themselves. They might um, pressure you to not do it or work as hard at it because they're being selfish on their end, but it is what it is. Like you have to be a little selfish and really have to just push through and it's hard, but if it's important to you, it should be important to them. And if it's not important to them, then maybe just time to reevaluate a little bit, or maybe it's just something you just don't speak to that person about. Maybe you keep it off the table whenever you are having a conversation or you're hanging out with that person and you just leave it be. You know, I choose to talk about my business with certain people and then there's certain people that aren't very positive about it. So I don't even bring it up. I even go there because it's just going to bring me down or it's going to make me upset and it's not necessary. And it's not me. It's not my, it's not my problem. It's theirs. So instead of releasing the relationship, I just choose not to really go there. And until that happens, then, you know, we'll see, but for the meantime, so I just thought that that was a really interesting thing is what would you miss out on if you don't do it? Like what, what, what would you miss out on? I mean, who really knows? But if it's something that's seriously sitting there for you, wanting to work hard and work for it, then I think that it's worth exploring and trying. And if it's important to you, then I think that that's the most important period. So that is kind of what I have for you today. I just was reflecting on the several days that I have done. If there's some days left and by the time this airs, it'll be over. But I thought that that was a really great couple of days and a really, um, just a few really great just sayings and gut punches. And I thought I would share those because if any of those resonate with you, maybe leave a review or a comment. Um, I would love to know. I know that it got me kind of thinking and I'm trying to stay super focused on uh, helping my clients and it really fulfills me. And it really, really makes me super happy and proud to see everyone just, just thriving. And I am a projector. So I like to help people. That's how I measure my success. That's how I feel fulfilled is when I help others. So I'm really excited that my clients are doing well and that I'm able to do that for them. And on the other side of things, I'm going to get to jump back into the parenting side of things with this blissful parenting conference that's coming up on the 24th and talk about my family playbook again, the thing that I made last year that I didn't really talk too, too much about after I kind of dived into the social side of things, but it's coming back and we're talking behavior with children and how routine and organization can really affect that. And I'm really excited because that was really the, the main reason why I started this journey with chaos and cookies. I mean, yes, the health and wellness piece was a definite branch, but I really wanted to help it 
you know, help round out the home life. So it's kind of nice that it's coming full circle and I wasn't even trying. So that's why it's, it's important to find like that thing that was stopping me. So the thing that was stopping me from really pushing forward with the playbook last year was because I had too many coaches in my ear. I did have that, you know, it's really important if you do have a coach to just kind of like really make sure that you're super clear on what you're doing and not, it's really hard when you want to dive into all these different things and you're hearing the same things and you want to go in these different directions and you're super, you know, in a hurry to make money or make it succeed. But you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. So what was upstream for me, the thing that was stopping me was the fact that I was being told that no one needed it. Or is it something that someone really needs? Does that mom really have the time to do that? And it really just messed with me and my, in my mind. And I was like, oh, I mean, I guess not, but I still think it's important. And it was still sitting with me and I really wanted to help, but I was just being told that it just probably wasn't a thing. So then the social media stuff kind of came up and I was being told that that was something that they would have liked to see. And I love what I do. It's easy for me to talk about. And I know that it's much needed, especially for the clients in my following, which I, I will not be stopping that at all because I know that you guys just have been learning so much. I learned so much too. And it, you know, forces me to learn things quicker so I could teach it. But I, you know, I was sitting back and after talking about it early on in my podcast, and then I kind of pivoted into more business and productivity still, it's still under the umbrella of productivity, but I was getting a lot of messages and a lot of DMS and a lot of, um, emails from people that were listening to it saying, uh, that they would have really needed this at some point that they had some sort of chaos or crisis that happened. And if they had had something like the playbook in place, this manual for your home and life that man, it would have been so much easier and that they really would are now wanting it. So then they can be prepared the next time. And that just kind of revamped me. And then this parenting boot camp thing happened where this opportunity came to me that they wanted me to help out with it and become a panelist. And I was like, okay, I, I, sure. It just kind of just got a revival out of nowhere. So I'm running with it and going with it. And because those people had came to me and said that that was something that they would have needed and all the interviews that I've been giving lately about it. And everyone's like, wow, that's such a great concept. I've never really heard of that. I, it, it just solidified that there is an audience out there for it. And I just wasn't in the right place. I wasn't surrounded by the correct people at the time in order for myself to see that and for them to see it, which is okay. It's okay. I mean, everything happens for a reason and maybe I didn't I need to pump the brakes on it. Maybe I was moving too quickly on it and now it's kind of coming full circle. So you never know what's going to happen if you just keep pushing forward and not letting it just go by the wayside and kind of just going with whatever it is, is the easy thing. Uh, social media was a great pivot for me. I'm 
very grateful. It kept me, I was actually distancing myself from faster way at the time. And now I'm back in it, which I love. And now I need to go jump back in it like personally. So, you know, it all comes full circle, full circle. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It's a little something new. Uh, it's a solo one, just me. And please uh, let me know if this resonates with you and what your biggest takeaway was. I would love to hear from you. And uh, I will catch you on the next time of the chaos and cookies podcast. Thank you for listening to the chaos and cookies podcast. If you want more goodies and friends to share them with follow the crumbs, to the Facebook group, or visit the chaos and cookies website to grab my sweet secrets on how to calm your cookies. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. See y'all next week for another episode of chaos and cookies.